Welcome to the Progress with UNCA World Cup podcast special and we're almost a week away now from uh, the, the opening game and we thought we'd do this special this evening and we're around the table. First person I'd like to go to is Paul. How are you doing Paul? I'm alright, how are you? Are you quite happy that your, uh, your one match ban has been... Uh doesn't count for the internationals? I, I am actually, yeah. Mm. And I, I've lodged an appeal anyway. <laughs> Ah, are we referring to the last edition of the Progress with Unity podcast? Yeah, the, 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 the one match band that Barry got for posting his, oh, his Some Music That I Like podcast version, yeah. Oh, I don't know, I thought it was quite good. Mm. He did a very good cover version of Freebird. I did, I played that myself, I yes. did, yeah. It was in uh, G minor, yeah, for those out there. With the saddest of all chords. Yeah. Oh no, that's D minor, isn't it? Dan, how are you doing, mate? I, I'm all right, mate. I thought that was a make of a car. That's yeah. it, G-Man. Yeah. And I'm, we've got I'm all right, cheers. Thank you. Good stuff. And we've got Gareth. How are you doing? Good evening. Fine. Excellent. Right. Now, uh, we've got eight groups to look at this evening. We've got eight fours is 32. We've got 32 teams to ponder over. And we've, I know we've all got our own favourites of who's going to do well in this competition, so... Let's let's make a start. Let's make a start. So can I start with you, Dan? Because yes, uh, you are Group A expert, aren't you? Well, I don't know about expert, but I've gone away and researched a few facts about Group A. If that's what you mean. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Would you like me to fire away? Oh, well, first of all, these <laughs> teams are in Group A. Okay. In Group A, we have Brazil, the host, and they're the seeds of this group. We have Croatia, UEFA playoff winners. Mexico, the CONCACAF. The OFC playoff winners and Cameroon, the CAF third round winners. Oh, very, very interesting, very interesting. So, so what's your thoughts on that group, Dan? Tough group. I believe that Brazil will win it, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few interesting teams here, and a few interesting facts. Of course, Brazil are the five times winners, they're runners up twice, and they're the only team to have won the World Cup in four different continents Europe in 58. South America in 62, 17 in Mexico, and 94 in the United States, of course. And also, they're the only team to have played at every World Cup. And it's hard to look further than them for the group winners. So, time to move on to Group B. <laughs> right, well, Group B is my, is my group, so um, we've got Spain, Holland, Chile, and Australia. And my dark horses for the tournament are in this group. And it isn't Spain or Holland or Australia. Uh, I've got a slight fancy for Chile. Um, and as we know, we have uh, a Latix player playing in there, Jean Beausejour. He's going to be uh, strutting his stuff on the international stage. I believe I've heard a bit of news about Beausejour today. Maybe signing for Leicester. So it's just a little bit I'm of break. Not for break that. News. Maybe, maybe Would not. Would you hear oh. this on that Vital Wigan website? I wouldn't trust that if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got they got two signings right this week. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry, I've not been reading it recently. Ah, uh, well, yes. <laughs> Slap myself for that. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, arguably, that's the group of death, isn't it? That one. 
Yeah, I think so. I um, do think so. Yeah, I, know, I know if you take Australia out, the the, the the top three teams in that group have got the lowest combined rankings of the top three teams of any group. And, you know, much as the FIFA rankings are a nonsense most of the time, you do look at Spain, Holland and Chile and think mm, there's three decent sides there. Yeah, but for me, Paul, uh, I think Spain are... Uh, uh, are very much in the mould of Barcelona who I thought looked a little bit tired last season I know they finished runners up in La Liga and they got through to the last stage of the Champions League but they looked a little bit tired I think Spain are a little bit tired as well I'm not saying they're not a top class side because I, I love Spanish football but I just think they're a little bit tired um, I'm not too sure about Holland they always flatter to deceive Holland well I, and you know there's World Cups are always a time for throwing around lazy stereotypes, aren't they? Holland's you pretty much put, put a pound on, they'll all argue with each other and, and not progress as far as they should. Yeah, well, there's, there's injury say. concerns as well. Like I, th I, th I think the thing with the players. Spanish is, in, when you're playing in hot conditions like that, possession of the football is very useful. Mm. And that's something that they put a lot of uh, a lot of weight behind. Yeah. So I think that'll help them. Well, that's why I fancy Chile. I, yeah. I, I watched Chile against England uh, earlier this this last season, and I thought it was absolutely superb. Mm. Really, were the, the way they were set up and everything. Uh, Sanchez up front, brilliant, brilliant striker. Um, and I just thought they looked a very good team as well as having good individual players. Do you not think though that Chile and Spain did uh, negate one another? That uh, Chile would be great, a great team for Holland to just have, give a good whooping to, um, and Chile probably will give Australia a good banjo. In. But to say that they would be better than Spain and Holland over a three-game period, I don't think that's. But right. it's not about that, is it, Mick? It's about it, it's, and, and this is again once we get to England's group. I think this is partly where we're getting it right this time that we've got it wrong in the past. It's about getting out of the group. Yeah. It's not about being the best team in the group. It's about getting out of the group. I've seen teams finish second in a group, uh, and then you look how the draw pans out, and they get a far easier run than the team that finished up. No, I, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. Uh, don't forget, seventy-four mm. with Scotland, they never lost a game, but it was eliminated. And how many how many teams did that in South Africa, where they didn't actually lose a game? And it, it kind of becomes a negative effect on the game. And this is why I'm saying. I don't think that Chile have that footballing nose to actually get themselves out of a situation where mm. Spain will be looking at beating Chile and Australia for six po for four points. Holland will be looking at beating Chile and Australia. The Holland-Spain game is the one that's going to be probably one of the most boring games of football. Don't forget, it's a repeat of the final, isn't it? The last final. Right, OK, so, but I disagree with you, though. I mean, they've got a great coach in, in George Sampaola. Uh, I think he's a great coach uh, in charge of Chile, and but the, the the problem is if they finish runners up in that group, they're going to face the winners of Group A, which is more than likely going to be Brazil, isn't it? Yes. So that it's everything for, to play for in Group B to win the group, I think. Uh, yeah, and everything I, to play <coughs> for to win it. Yeah, because if you look at the other two, the other three teams in Group A, Croatia, Mexico, and Cameroon. Much of a muchness, really. Take your pick from any of those three. Who's yeah, they don't put the fear of God in you, do they? No. But I, just, I mean, they might not. But you're looking at a team that's there's, there's no easy opponents in there, is there? No. Well, well, those three. Mm. No, they're not. 
don't, don't discredit and discount Australia. Look what they did at the last World Cup. You know, they, they all went down to the very, very last game and they were rolled, weren't they? They were rolled with um, what they should have had a penalty and they got rolled by conceding one for something that was never a penalty. That was in uh, the, the, the West Germany, that, Mick. It was a one before. Well, there you go. You see, Australia's only <laughs> doing it every eight years, don't yeah. they? <laughs> anyway, right. Group of death. Group C, now our expert for Group C isn't with us tonight, but the Group C contains the, the, the countries Colombia, who are quite a few people's second favourites, well, Greece. Ranked at 33 to 1. Right. Ivory Coast. Uh, Cote d'Ivoire, 151. The, uh, is that the odds on, on the bookies? That's what they're, they're ranked at at the moment. Greece, what's. Is the word, is the word. Yeah. Right. They're uh, ranked at 200 to 1 at the minute. Right. And uh, the last. In that group is Japan. Uh, Nippon is actually where are they now? Hundred and fifty to one. Hundred and fifty to one. And they're not in the top thirty rankings in world football either. Oh, that really is the group of death. That's the group of it. It's a group of life. I don't, I don't give a two hoots about this uh, top ranked thirty or whatever. They're in the bloody World Cup finals. Mm. They're in the, the Grand Parade. You know, I, I, I think the top the, 32. The, the key thing for me about Group C is that's where our round of 16 opponents are coming from if we get through. And there's none of them teams that scare you to death. There's, you know, there's none of them that you think, oh, I hope we get them. But, you know, because I've seen Japan play some good stuff um, in, in previous World Cups. Um, Ivory Coast have got some decent players. You know, look what Greece did when they played the Euros at their place. I think that's one of the groups where it's stick a pin in and see see what I, turns out. It wouldn't surprise me if Ivory Coast actually top that group and we'd end up as top in our group, which I'm hoping we will do, is end up playing Greece, I think. That's my little prediction, isn't it? Okay. Mm, okay. Right, well, we'll leave group detail last because that's over and we'll look at it in a little bit more detail and we'll move on now to our Group E expert who sat at the side of it, it's Gareth. And uh, Group E, Gareth, who have we got? Right, in Group E we've got Switzerland, Ecuador, France and Honduras. Oh, very interesting group that. Well, it's very interesting because we've got a few sort of um, former Latix players and present Latix players, actually. We've got Reto Ziedler, playing for Switzerland. Antonio Valencia, playing for Ecuador. And Wigan's chosen few, playing for Honduras. There's a four. Players linked with Wigan playing for Honduras. Yeah. Palacios, Figueroa, Garcia, Garcia, Espinosa. Yes. Mm. Uh, right. FIFA World Rankings. The betting basically says that France is going to win the group, even though they rank lower than Switzerland, who are going to be my dark horse for the uh, because I think they'll qualify out of that group, I really do, Switzerland. Well, they've come into it, into it in good form, haven't they? They've come into it in better form than France have. Yeah, they've not scored a lot of goals, the problem is scoring goals, but they don't concede many, they're a very, very tight team, Switzerland. Um, France came to a qualifier, didn't they, to yeah. actually get to the final, so, yeah. yeah. As usual. Have, didn't have to cheat this time, no, didn't they? Uh, <clears throat> and of course we've got Ecuador with Antonio Valencia. Antonio Valencia, yes. Yeah. So, so is he the president? He is, I. Yeah, he is. Yeah. 
Uh, I watched Honduras the other night against Israel, and surprisingly, they lost 4 2. They were losing 4 1 uh, until the last minute. But Roger Espinosa scored a goal, which was mm. just totally outstanding. I don't know if anybody saw it. No. Picked the ball up. Well, he didn't pick it up, he smacked it from almost between the halfway line. Between the. Sorry, between. On the edge of the 18 yard box but yeah. between that and, and the touchline and it was just a diagonal shot weren't it straight right into, into the top corner so that one he scored in the FA Cup weren't a bad one were it no yeah. well this was actually better yeah. it was better really? and he supplied the cross for the uh, for the other goal as well so he had an assist in that so mm. uh, Roger looks like he's in, in some sort of form yeah is he the man to the what the man to watch at this World Cup then is he the man to watch I've been doing a bit of reading on the group and, and according to what I've read, the man to watch is that this fellow replaced the Switzerland, the Bayern, Mun- Bayern Munich player, Shakiri. It's a cracking player. It's still alive. <laughs> I'm just going to say, he did the official World Cup song a few years ago, didn't he? <laughs> Shakira. <laughs> oh, Shakira. Yeah. Shakira. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Right, so I, I, it's not, he's not a player. I, I've heard of him, but it's. Is he a young lad? He's not that old, is he? He's in his early 20s. He's 22. Ah, yeah. he, he, came, he played for Basel, and obviously this last season he's played 43 games for Bayern Munich, scoring 10 goals, and he's highly rated. A lot of teams are after him in this transfer window. Oh, yes, Bayern Munich, the Wigan Athletic of Germany. Okay, then. So, Group P. So, so who are you fancying out of that, DC? Switzerland are your dark horses? Yes. And, uh, and France. Switzerland and France. Switzerland and France. I'm going Honduras. So I was just going to think, I mean, Ecuador, uh, they had a, a very good qualifying campaign um, in the South American qualifiers. <clears throat> and it's his altitude, isn't it, where they're playing. And the uh, Ecuador capital is Quito. And the ground there is the highest uh, altitude football stadium in the world. Right. Yes, you've so got used to point to the teams play playing in South America and, yeah. and that altitude, our favour would be stunning. But I'm hoping that Switzerland and France are, are good enough and well prepared enough to. Well, Switzerland play in the mountains, don't they? Well, yeah. I mean, you look at the South American, you've got to bet most of them are going to get out of the groups. Mm. You know, you don't look at any of the groups there and think, yeah, they don't stand a chance. I mean, the groups we've already covered, plus um, the next group as well. Yeah. Right, let's move on then to our Group F expert, Mick. Are you? Am I? Right. right, Group F consists of Argentina, Bosnia Herzegovina, Nigeria, and Iran. What have all four of those countries got in common with us? We've, We've been at war with them all. We've been to bloody yeah. war with every single one of them. It's belting, <laughs> isn't it? Um, <clears throat> wait. Keep your eye on Iran. We might be back there again. When in did we fight Nigeria? In Nigeria. Well, I knew you'd ask that, Dan. Uh, but it was back in about um, 18 something or other. Um, we had a little bit of a skirmish with them, and then we left it to the French to uh, mop it all up afterwards. I think we actually was losing that one, so we got out quick. Same with Iran. Actually, it's not going to go much better if you leave it to the French, then, is it? Well, Iran Persia, though. Was it it, it right was now. indeed. It was yeah. indeed, and it involved Afghanistan at the time as oh, well. Oh, but that, yeah. was, that was back in the 1856-1857 season. Who was manager of England at that time? Uh, well, right they, were still, they were still struggling with the old FA and whatever. <laughs> so, you know. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, Argentina. We all know what they're, they're capable of doing. They've been in four World Cup finals, winning two of them. 
Um, and, and they've got Lionel Messi. They have indeed, yeah. yeah. And they've got, uh, well, a host of stuff. I think for me, it's whether they will be able to click together. I think what we, you're never, ever, ever going to replicate the uh, that wonderful side of '78, which um, was Mario Kempes was just a, a brilliance all the way yeah. through it, from the yeah. back right through to the front, and they worked together for one another. And they allegedly bribed their way through to the final as well. Um, possibly, yeah. But then oh. again, though, that isn't that what Italy is there, did is back anybody, in the '30s under Mussolini. Anybody anywhere that thinks FIFA might be slightly corrupt? No, well, no, I don't know where you get that from. Perish no. the thought. Perish no, the thought. No idea. Where's Qatar in this list? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Argentina, though, are currently a four to one uh, to lift the trophy. Favourites? Favourites? No. Second favourites? No. Um, it, well, they're second favourites, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina are actually playing in the first World Cup uh, finals as an independent nation. Oh, good on them. Right? And give them the credit, they actually won the qualifying group. And they've got someone, another name of. Eden? Zek I don't know how to say his second name, some little guy who turns out for City now and again. Uh, and in Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's, it's, it's 35 international goals already. Yeah. And it's a fraction of the number of games that other internationals have been have played, so yeah. he, he's definitely one to uh, keep your eye on in that, in that particular group. And they beat uh, Mexico in a warm-up game. Yeah, Mexico. 1-0. Yeah. Well, there you go. Did he, did he score? Did he score? I don't think so. Well, with Nigeria, again, you know, that... <laughs> The, last year they won the uh, African uh, Cup of Nations, didn't they? Yeah. So they're coming as champions of that. We've got some latics interest in that as well, haven't we? With Victor Moses. Yes. Is he in the squad? I don't know. Ah, you're our group. Is it? Is well, it? Yeah, he's yeah, in the well, he's, Panini he's, Online he's, he's, FIFA sticker album, anyway. Um, but he ran uh, two thousand five hundred and one to actually lift the trophy. Bosnia Herzegovina one hundred and fifty to one. It would be interesting to know what they had to get a point, you know, out of the group. But think about Iran. Didn't Iran get a draw with Germany in the qualify in the group stages a couple of World Cups back? I think they did. I think they drew with Germany. I can't remember, but I know they got a they got a draw with Germany. So just wonder out of those because uh, uh, it might be an interesting bet that for them to get a point. Because you know, I can yeah, see him, I can see I, him I, getting a point. I mean, you could you could potentially see a point out of Bosnia or Nigeria, but yeah. Argentina would have to have a bit of a stinker, wouldn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it might not be quite. Might not be up. I think the the nearer to perhaps being able to winkle a point out of Nigeria than anybody else, but I do honestly believe Argentina are going to take somewhat warming up. I think, yeah, they've got the players there on paper, but they've hardly played together. As a, as a national side. Mm. Um, See, I go the other way there. I think Argentina might overcook themselves in them first three games. Because quite often you find a team that absolutely beasts its way through the group and then come yeah. up against the next game or the one after that and they, yeah. they've kind of burnt themselves out. Is that wishful thinking? No, because we, I, I mean, we, we may or may not get near them. It depends on which half of the, half the draw each team does it. Well, if... <sighs> I think if you look at your com if you look at your computations for the semi-finals, you've got a choice of Argentina, Portugal, and Belgium all cramming for possibly the same spot. Whereas England, it would be with fellow group members Uruguay and Spain. So we could actually have a game against Spain um, oh. before the finals. 
So looking at looking at them possibilities, I'm sure some of these countries have done. And I thought our only way of staying clear of all this is if we win everything. Well, I, I mean, if you win everything, you win it, don't you? Unless unless Spain or Brazil drop points, yeah, finish second, and one puts the other out in the in the round of sixteen. Yeah. That's where your quarter-final opponents is coming from. As we all know, quarter-final is usually as far as we get, and it's hard to look past that, isn't it? It is, yeah. You know, usually two teams are that really. Uh, my two teams are going to be Argentina and uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina. Right, OK. Right, we'll move on to Group G and our Group G expert, Paul. Yeah, um, Group G is another genuine group of death, um, with... You know, Germany and Portugal, up until the new FIFA rankings come out tomorrow, um, rank second and third in the world. So, you know, then the other two teams are America and, and Ghana. Ghana, who were all but robbed in the last World Cup um, by bad Suarez, right. before we got good Suarez, um, and a hungry Suarez, <laughs> um, when he did that handball on the penalty. Um, and... and you know, nobody would blame him at all because they were going out if he didn't do it. And I blame him. Well, I, it was professional football, wasn't it? At, at, at its highest level, you handball it, you get sent off. Your team stands a chance. They went through, and the only, the only, the only thing I got wrong with that, I'm exactly the same as you, Paul. If I was in the, on that pitch, I would have done exactly the same. Yeah. But I wouldn't have celebrated the way he celebrated at the end of it. I would have made a quick, right, well done, chap, and then I sneaked off before I got me filled in. Yeah, I, I mean, so, it, it, you know, you've got some good teams in there. I mean, I mean like I say, Ghana were almost in the semi-finals. First African team that makes semi-finals. Mm -hmm. Not quite. Um, America um, are in there as, as the third-ranked team, but they cruised through that qualifying group and Mexico who sneaked through that qualifying group have actually got an easier game uh, an easier group sorry um, for, for what they've been drawn against taking out Brazil they're not mugs um, though the Americans are they? They're, no they're no I, I mean I mean, they've been they've been ranked um, they've, they've crept up to 14th in the last sort of close season but you know you go back over the last 10 years they've been as high as 4th in the world um, and they've been average top 30 so they, you know they, they're not they're not poor by any stretch no. there's a big question mark over yeah. over Ronaldo at the moment you know, he's, he's, they reckon he's definitely going to miss the first game which is Germany through injuries he's, uh, and he's, that's he's probably, a big... probably a good one to save him for um, but I mean both those two teams are going to look to be getting through aren't they like, you know you, you look at the, like I said started off with a ranking second and third they'd look to go through that group but again, I mean, I mean, the Germans again. Like I said earlier about uh, national stereotypes, you can't imagine the Germans fouling it up that badly that they don't go through. But you can certainly see any of Ghana or America sneaking in, sneaking through. Hmm. I mean, if, if if Ghana get a win against America, or upset Portugal, suddenly they're on four points, and woof, off you go. Hmm. You know, it, it doesn't matter then what you do against Germany. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you think USA group? Do you think the USA and Ghana will be looking at right where we can get some serious points it's against one another? But then yeah. Portugal being the others who they could possibly yeah. gain something from. Yeah, I, and 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 then you know if you approach if you approach it like that, and your game against Germany becomes a free hit, 
you know, it's, it's three games, you win two, you go through. Um, as you said earlier, you end up with an awful lot of negative football, particularly the first round of games where people yeah. are trying not to lose. Yeah. Um, because if you lose the first game, you're basically on cup football from right from the off. But, you know, anybody can get out of a group. Right. And who's your fancy then? Who's your fancy from that group? Oh, you can't look past the Germans, can you? <laughs> you look at the pedigrees, you know, I know we, we mentioned the pedigree of Brazil and the pedigree of Argentina, but you can't put up past the pedigree of the, of the uh, Germans <clears> either. You know, year after year after year, cup after cup, you know, as, as a unified Germany, as, a, as West Germany, they've just carried on getting through with time and time. You know, you, you look at the last one when they came in with a, what was perceived to be a poor side. Yeah, and, and and went really deep into the competition. Was broke duck technique, as they say. Yeah. Right. Okay. Group H. Now our Group H expert hasn't made it tonight, but he has faxed me through some details. So mm -hmm. uh, Group H features Belgium, Algeria, Russia, and South Korea. Now Belgium are, are rattling a lot of pots at the moment, and and uh, quite a few so-called pundits and experts are saying that they're going to do quite well. But if you're looking at the squad. They're actually only going though with two forwards. They've only taken two strikers with them, and the the, the fancy they're eighteen to one at the moment to, to actually win it. Uh, the manager is Mark Wilmot, and men to watch is um, well. There's quite I think there's quite a few. They're not a bad team, but they're mostly all the midfield guys: uh, Eden Hazard, Lukaku, obviously up front as well. And there's a lot of Premier League players in there. A lot of Premier League players. Uh, I think that that helps, doesn't it, in terms of getting momentum for a foreign country in this country if they've got players playing in the Premier League you kind of think oh they're in the Premier League they're pretty good what you don't realise is that there's equally good players playing all over the rest of the world no. you know, it's where these South Americans come from nowhere and surprise you the, the best the best uh, qualify, uh, the best result in the uh, in the World Cup is the came fourth in 1986 which was the year um of Maradona and his famous hand against England. Uh, something else with the Belgium squad, they've got two players from the Zultavagem team who we play really? playing in the squad as well. The goalkeeper and uh, the Azad brother. Ah, right. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, the other Azad. Who's yeah. the goalkeeper? Slippery. I don't remember that goalkeeper. Sa Sammy Bosslup. don't remember that goalkeeper being particularly... No, no. Impressive. Well, I don't think it needs to be because the, the, yeah. the, the first two goalkeepers are uh, Courtois, who from Atletico Madrid, and Mingle from, from Liverpool. Mm. So they've got two outstanding keepers there. Yeah. Right, the other team in the group, we've got Algeria, and they've got a few English based players. Uh, they, they're qualified actually by winning the African Cup of Nations. And they've got uh, Mares from Leicester City. They've got uh, Ben Ben Talib from Spurs and Hisad Bel Kalem, uh, who's been on loan at Watford this season. They're quoted at fifteen hundred to one, fifteen hundred to one to win the what, With those quality players, with those, uh, but the star player is a French-born uh, winger who's actually is at Valencia at the moment. French-born, a ringer. French, uh, well, well most of the squad, the, most of the squad are French-born actually. Yeah, right. Makes a difference from the. Uh, Celebrated Algerian who went to France to play football. And Elka. No. Well, and Elka was a French. I don't know if he was or not, so I'm not bothered carrying on with that little thing. And we've got Russia in there. 
Uh, Russia uh, are managed by Fabio Capella. Ah, Postman Pat. Yeah. Mm. And uh, they are 80 to 1, and their best, uh, the best result in the uh, World Cup was semi finalists back in 1966. Yeah, but that, was, that wasn't Russia, was it? That was the Soviet yeah. Union. The Soviet Union. So, if, whilst Germany was still doing it, pulling from a lesser pool of players, they were pulling from a bigger pool of players. They then yeah. went on to win, if I'm not mistaken, the European Championship. They did, yeah, in 68, yeah. So they had a good team. And uh, at that time, the star player was the goalkeeper. Lev Yashin. Lev Yashin, and uh, the star player at the moment is the goalkeeper. So, uh, uh, Akin, Akin Fief is his name. Uh, <laughs> He's always uh, stealing and crosses. Anyway, uh, and the last team in the group is South Korea. Uh, the, the actual best result was uh, the 2002 semi-finals. Uh, the quarter at 250 to one. Because for an Asian team, it's, you know, it's quite short odds that actually. Uh, they've got a few English base players in there. Uh, they've got uh, Yuk Suk Young from Q QPR, as we uh, we all remember coming on. In the playoffs, CRB check, CRB check. Key or Key Sung Young, who's at Sunderland. He was on loan from from Southampton, uh, from Swansea rather. And uh, Kim Bo Kyung, from who's Skulls Lane, <laughs> Chippy. Must say, Barry, you're doing very well with his pronunciation. <laughs> from Cardiff City. And then we've got Lee Chung Young from just up the road at Bolton, and Park Chu Young, who's the Arsenal United. Arsenal player oh, right. that we were sort of linked with earlier on in the season. We were linked with him. Um, and apparently he's not very, not very good. What about Park Ji Sung? He's retired, isn't he? Has he? Well, he's yeah. not in there, yeah. And uh, I, I've got it down here. It's the man to watch is Sun Hung Min, who stars for Leverkusen in the Bundesliga. Oh, Hung, okay. is he? Sun Hung. Oh, Sun Hung, right. Uh, I can just imagine some Koreans now sat around a, a table and, and laughing at. at, at Names like Michael oh. Moffat, Barry yeah. <laughs> Worthington, and Dan Farriman. Oh, I thought they'd be laughing at Wayne Woody. Yeah. <laughs> it's first time. <laughs> what? what? Say that again. <laughs> Wayne Woody. <laughs> I mean, actually, this group is going to go through Belgium. Yes. Yeah. And then. Uh, and Russia. I'll say Russia. Do you? Is that Russia, me? No, I'm not so sure. Yeah. They've not conceded many goals. It's not surprising with Capella in charge. I think they've only conceded five goals in the last 11 games. I don't think they'll go any further. They'll survive as you said though before about the heat and the altitude. You know, the two European teams might struggle, but the other teams will be. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially Algeria, won't they? Yeah. If it won't, whether training Russians down in <laughs> near Uzbeki Krapistan or whatever yeah. it's called. Right. So that's Group H. Now we've only one group left to, to cover. Um, it's if you haven't switched off, this is the good bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know where that. It's uh, ooh, it, this is uh, Group D. Group D, and it's England's group. So, pass over to Dan for this one. Oh, right. In this group, we have England. England. We finished the Group H winners in the UEFA qualifying, and we completed the qualifying group unbeaten, if you remember. Conceded only four goals in that time. Also with us in this group, we have Uruguay, who are the seeds, and Italy, Group B winners in the UEFA qualification, and Costa Rica, the CONCACAF fourth round runners-up. So Costa that's the Rica. team lineup. Hang on, I've got Costa Rica's nickname written here somewhere. 
soon as you decided that Uruguay were the seeds. Whilst you're looking at that, oh, that's going to fall off. Like can I just point out that won't find it. in this particular group, what England are in, goals. there are, on the betting odds, there are three of those teams in that group who were in the top ten shortest odds. England at 25 well, to 1, Italy at 25 to so 1, and Uruguay at 28. Is that the one. group of death mark too, then? Well, yeah. they're all pretty even in the FIFA World Rankings as well, aren't they? With Uruguay ranked 6th, England ranked 11th, and Italy ranked 9th. So it's you know, quite competitive up there, isn't it? Mm. And England have never, oh, sorry, Uruguay have never lost to England in a World Cup. They've never played them, but they've never lost to them. Is that a true fact? That's, that's one of the dance facts. No, I think we played them twice. They were quite a long time ago. Right. The last time we played them was in 2006, but we lost 2-1 in a friendly. We've mm. got some players that we're quite aware of, haven't we? Uh, Diego Laguna, Laguna, sorry, from West Brom. Uh, Coates from... Or Cortez. Cortez. Cortez at Liverpool, who never plays. <laughs> uh, Gaston Ramirez, quite a good player down at Southampton. And some guy from Liverpool, another player, I can't think of his name at the moment. Little Luis fella. Suarez. That's the one. They have got another one who's slightly higher rated, Edison Cavani. And they have, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they've got a fantastic strike force, mm. Uruguay. Well, and what's in the engine room? This was pointed out uh, last night by his uh, holiness Harry Redknapp and I just thought yeah okay then. and he just turned around and he said uh, they've got some guys who were actually not getting in to premiership teams who were the backbone of the defence of Uruguay he said but, but yeah I think everybody's going to be more concerned about what they can do up front and concentrating more on stopping them from mm. scoring than actually trying to get out there and score themselves so what is the back line are they all Premier League players uh, well, no, they're not playing. Oh, they're not. No, they're not actually playing. I think there's a guy at Swansea in there. There is. Um, this, that's Sebastian Cortez. Mm. Cortez. A decent player, I think. Mm. Do you? Mm. Ah. Centre half. Who's the centre half? Well, we Yeah, but he was injured, so I think that wasn't a proper link. Right. He was out for the season, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, who else have we got in that group then? Italy. <coughs> Yes. What do you need to do? What else do you need to say? Again, yeah. like the Germans, they just turn up and do the stuff, don't they? Although they are prone to the odd craziness. Yeah, have you heard of the manager before? Cesar Prandelli. Prandelli. Yeah, but do you not play for him? He's, he's an ex international, isn't he? Um, I, I don't know. The name does not ring a bell with me, Prandelli. No. 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 Well, we play that first, don't we? So for me, that's got nil nil written yeah. all over it. Yeah. I don't think so. You don't, mate? No, I think we're going to do. I think we're going to do. I really do. Because I think... I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping that all the signs that uh, Lord Hodgson has shown so far um, is true. He's going to go with the young goods. And so be it. And if that's the case, the Italians won't know what's hit them. Well, for me, the best thing about that is you, you've, you've ditched that generation of players that felt entitled to be there yeah. Um, yeah. you're putting in people that are unknown quantities if if you get the balance of the squads right and if if you get players there I, I mean the famous thing that Anson said was you don't win anything with kids there is absolutely no way he would have said that even if they hadn't won anything at the end of that season 
But if he knew what they were going to win in the rest of their careers, there is absolutely no way he would have written them players off. He's looked at those, you know, those players and thought, mm, yeah, they're not going to. Some of them are going to burn out. But as it happened, there was the birth of a number of you know, absolute sort of legend type players. You look at Asquad, well, you've got a few decent lads in there. You know, if you get something like lucky, and there's, there's four or five of these young lads that we're hoping are going to do all right, happen to go on and have 10 year international careers, then this isn't a bad World Cup because you've got a few decent old boys to back them up. We've got a, well, we've got a lot of fronts who can get a goal from nothing, haven't we? It's courage. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, uh, I don't there's know what else There's a Liverpool be. connection as well. Yes. You know, there's another, another group of good top Liverpool players playing around, in and around I, I, yeah. did, I did see a thing today saying that with all these Liverpool players we're taking to the World Cup we're going to win it or nick it yeah. <laughs> 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 you can't make it cut it out but it made me chuckle I've got to go into Liverpool next week <laughs> yeah so we, we've got Sturridge who can get a goal from nothing like he did in the friendly last week against Prudy didn't he? I mean that's mm. a cracking goal um the fun is you've got something like that in your, in your side, in your, in your locker. Uh, you've got half a chance, haven't you? My concern, though, is the, is the defence. Glenn Johnson's crap. He's just crap. And Jaggy Elka, I, he's never an international defender. I, I know, I know mm. I'm not saying this because it, we, we've got a match tonight, a friendly tonight, haven't we? Yeah, it's kicked off. Milner, Milner's starting at right back. And mm. let's, let's see how he comes, because I'm, I'm sure he's going to look at that and think, yeah, the others have not done so, done so well in the last couple of games. This is my ideal opportunity tonight to make that number two shirt mine. Well, we've got a dedicated right back in Luke Shaw, who's, who's with the squad, so why is he yeah. not? But again, you, you look at the first time squad, uh, the squad that's going to start the first match, that will not be the squad that plays through the World Cup. That will not be the, the opening team. It, it is on paper for the first game. Things change. Players like a young lad like that who gets an opportunity <laughs> will come in and make the places on. Can I mention former Latic Leighton Benz, who I think is an excellent player, yeah. and I'd love to see him do well in the tournament, especially as a former Latic. Like I say, we, we know what he's capable of, we know he's, he's going to be rock solid down there. If, you know, Kale's not a bad centre-half, if Gagelka doesn't, doesn't cock up, or if you struggle, you know, something might happen, Phil Jones might be in there, and he might have a decent tournament. Because you get players come into the World Cup that are not in great form suddenly have a purple patch yeah. of a tournament, yeah. and and you can, and, and I, know, I know this is what we do every time is you talk it up and then it falls flat on its backside. Exactly, yeah. But you look at the group, you can see it falling flat on its backside. We've not we're not doing what we always do, which is look at the group and think if we get points off Argentina, we're sorted. We'll get out of that group. We look at that and think football is full of crap players. who's had great World Cups, isn't it? Yes. But, Daniel Amakache, yeah, Nigeria to Everton. Yeah. He was brilliant in the World Cup, and he was awful. He was an awful player. Uh, Carol Popovsky. There we go. Yeah. He had a great tournament. Well, yeah. I know it was a Euro, but he, he didn't do a lot of United. No, did he? nothing like like that. Yeah, standard. but careers are, are based on World Cup performances, aren't they? Sign, you know, like, how many players who are going to this particular World Cup now? 
if you've not already secured a multi-million contract, yeah. we'll do so. Well, they probably with 30 so bob now, yeah. aren't they? Well, well, they're 30 it. bob and they'll yeah. come out of it and there'll be, there'll be 10 to 15 well, million pounds well, on the That was, that was a great thing with Alcaraz, wasn't it, in the last World Cup, because he signed mm. for us before he pitched yeah. up there and had a cracking World Cup. You went, yeah, he scored the first goal of the World yeah. Cup, didn't he? He did, yeah, yeah. and he tried to realise that deal with us, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but but Martin was having with us for three years. And to be fair, he stuck with him, hasn't he? Yeah. He has, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has. You know, he, he might have tried to wriggle. But I, I, mean, ju- I, ju- I just think that what's happening though now is there's a lot of people who are looking at the England squad and thinking, all right, what's my best team out of that? <clears throat> Where are we starting with that best team? No, you start with the best team to play against Italy, which could be a completely different team to turn out against Uruguay mm. and Costa Rica. That's why you have a and, squad, and, isn't and, it? And yeah. is it all, does everybody p- automatically pick an England team based on a four-four-two formation? Because that is just being well, Roy Hodgson won. Well, let's hope Capello he didn't. Mm. You know, but it was this is this thing though. On the radio this morning, going to work, uh, I was listening to this conversation, and we turned around and said, "Well, what's going to be our best World Cup team?" Well, I think we should have this. I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. The first game was against Italy, so you pick against Italy. What's going to beat Italy? What formation is going to beat Italy? You know, it's going to be a different setup than what turns out against Costa Rica. <coughs> I, I think the thing for me that's, that's brilliant about that squad is there are not that many names in there that you know. You look, you look back over the last ten years, the the old favourite Gerard Lampard. Oh, you can't leave one of them out, but you have to. Yeah. You know, Alf Ramsey got slated for not picking his best players. He picked his best team and he worked, came back with a bloody trophy. Do you think Lampard's just going as cover for Gerard? I, I think Lampard and Gerard should have been playing the same spot for the last ten years, a, a cover for each other. And, and you could say to the first one, "You go out and give it all the beans, because if anything happens, look who's going to fill your boots." Do you think Lampard's going to go? Yeah, because he's in the squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but isn't he to make some more cuts before the end of the week? No, Lampard will go. I think he's made him captain for this um, game tonight. So thank you very much. I don't think he'd be there. I don't think Frank Lampard would be there if he wasn't. Well, why is he announced? Why is he announced that this is an international swan song then? There's a few have, haven't there? Yeah, but I mean, even if you don't, even if you don't announce it, it's not. It's not like he's he's surprising anybody with it, is it? You know, if you don't say it, what difference does it make? Everybody knows it is anyway, because he's in his early 30s, so it's... Well, I know why they do it. They do it to save face, to say that I announced that I'm not playing international well, football anymore, rather than being cut. And it's just one of them silly, stupid things, what they do. Um, I know I've heard Grant Holt said uh, this week he's come out and said he's retired from international football. Yeah, I know. See, I have as well. Which is, which is an you about not slip the word international in by accident? Which is, which is a, a nice about tip way of saying it normally, because you normally retire from, uh, you know, like club football first before international, <laughs> don't you? So why is, he, why is he, you know, like retired from uh, football altogether? Has he ever played? Has he ever actually played? Who? That halty boy. He turned, he turned up in a wigging kit once, hoping for a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. He wasn't that bad, was he? The only player that... Up front's where we're going to struggle, isn't it? And I think... Uh, uh, it me. That's yeah. my worry is, yeah. Because uh, we've got Glenn Johnson, who, who can't cover himself in glory at all. We've got... The, I have no confidence in the centre-halves defending. They're all absolute set-pieces going forward. Like, so we've got Leighton Baines, who's steady as a rock. But it's just I, the rest I, of it. Yeah, I, I think 
I, I think when you look at a defence, you're looking for mistakes, aren't you? Yeah. When you're looking at forwards, you're looking for somebody who can deliver. Oh, and I don't th fancy, you know, I don't fancy Welbeck's chances of delivering much. Well, would he be in the England squad if he didn't play for Man United? Well, no. You know what? What's Rooney done since that first tournament where he was exploding on? Nobody mm. knew him. Very little. You know, they, they were saying that this is a put up or shut up for Rooney, and 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 it probably is. But you know, the one there that you'd look and get slightly excited about is Sturridge, and, and you know, as you've already mentioned. I don't know. I mean, Keep an eye on Lambert. Yeah, I. I, I on Luana. He's got potential yeah, he's, to, to, have, to have a good one. Yeah, he's a midfielder, isn't he? But and he's an unknown force, yeah. I, I, yeah, Ryan yeah. Sterling, because he's got pace to burn. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, again, it, it just. The, the, the 11 that you pick is never ever the 11 that's, that's there. You know, Bobby Robson's in 11 in Italian United developed. Well, he did go in Gascon once, even yeah. more, were he? And no. he ended up in the team and um, he had a sensational World Cup. Yeah, you know, you look at um, the time when Mark Aitley was the number one striker going into Mexico uh, and he was not available, and, and suddenly Lineker and Beasley get mm. paired together and bang, off you go. Yeah. Euro 96 with Sheringham and Shearer, same yeah. thing happened. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I, well, I mean, I say yes. In Euro '96, you were relying on Darren Anderton staying fit, weren't you? Which you did, and it's, you know, it's just, just, just a little bit of reverie here, a little bit of a. England's last game is on the 24th against Costa Rica. What's what's it going to be like if we have to win that game to qualify to move through? That's fine. I my think that could be the case, actually. My next grandchild is due. Then, going back to the 1986 World Cup finals, England had to beat Poland in the last game of the group stages to go through. And Gary Lineker, pot on his hand, far post arm in the air. Well, I did not see any of those goals because I was sat in the waiting room at, right at um, Billings Hospital as Adrian was being born. Oh, says you and Gary were born. <laughs> and and he, well, I wanted that, but it didn't happen. Didn't happen. And so there is a, a likelihood that a repetition could occur <laughs> with little, um, well, if he wins, he's going to be called George. <laughs> I, I think the thing, the thing for me is we're not putting all the pressure on that one group game this time. It, it, you know, you look at the Germans, they don't, we, we go into a World Cup looking at the group draw and think, Oh, we need that, you know, Argentina in the Sapporo Dome. We, Argentina, everything was focused on the Argentina game. And that becomes the big, the big focus. You get over that and then there must just be a huge sigh of relief. And then all that emotion just drains and then you have to start again. Whereas, you know, the Italians when they've won it, the Germans when they won it, getting out of the group game is just the beginning. Yeah. You know, getting out of the group is the beginning and the, the games that they... They get up for are the ones later on in the tournament. They build, it's yeah. tournament football's about building, building. isn't it? Yeah. Building. But well, we go, we go in with all the focus on the yeah. first game. Well, we go in full of. How uh, do you build when you do that? I think I full think, of optimism as well. Yeah. And I think this time we've not. I think yeah. there's, there's less pressure on this team to, yeah. to do it this yeah. time, and that might be because a lot of people look at it and think we're not going to do anything yeah, because there's nothing special there. And sometimes out of that special. Well, know, that's what I was saying. You could, you could have four or five young lads there who go on to dominate the Premier League for the next five, ten years. I, and that, like you say, that is how something special develops because the expectations low, they just go there, they get on with it, they turn a few results in, and suddenly the whole, con you know, the whole country from being not bothered will be right behind them and going mental again like we usually do. 
leading up to the first game. I've only seen one set of flags so far in a car. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few today. I saw one today. I think that's the first one I've seen this yeah, time. It's round. very strange, isn't it? Because they're, they're everywhere, aren't they? Yeah, in, in you know, I, think I know Gareth spots a, a Costa Rican hat. <laughs> you know, when we went to when it was the Sven wasn't it where there were the flags were everywhere for weeks before yeah the big bill oh, even the music yeah. what's the theme tune play the theme tune write the theme tune what is the theme tune this time I mean, every World Cup we were, it's been out for, for weeks and weeks before yeah. hasn't it it's probably three lines again three lines 2014 uh, re-released for the 10 millionth time well, there was a Gary Barlow song, but they pulled it out because he'd been dodging taxes, apparently. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 and they said he were very good. He were very good also, I believe. So. Yeah, you oh. don't want him getting run over. Get Ron Williams to do it then. Yeah. Well, Fat Les was on, you know. The, <laughs> Keith Allen. Keith Allen, and he said it, it was anything but a football anthem, his song. So, he said, let me write it. So, was Keith Allen doing it? Well, no, he'd like to, because he likes to write the theme tune, he likes to sing mm. the theme tune. Yeah. I thought that was Dennis Waterman. It is, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But for this one, it's Keith Allen. Keith Because he actually, he had Vindaloo and he also mm. had collaborated with New Order for World in Motion. Best football song ever, I think that. Three Lions. Mm, Three Lions for Dan, going yeah. out. World in Motion for me. Me? We'll cut Willie. We'll cut Willie, Molly Donegan, 1966. <laughs> <laughs> quite like um, back home in 82 because that was the first one that I really got into. No, 1970. Uh, was it seven? No, it was the one yeah, Bobby Moore was uh, oh, singing. What was the one for 82? Um, was back home in 82. Home. Oh. Back home, yeah, I remember that one when I was a kid. No, there was one. There was one, there was one for 82. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, Alice Turner, aren't they? No. No, that was 78. Oh, oh, no, that was 78. You know, because I remember Shilton. That, being, that was the first time we did, a, uh, we did an anthem. Do you know that the 1966 World Cup was also the first one to have a mascot? We went through, uh, 82, we went through that tournament on Beaton as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was the one where um, yeah, Keegan missed, missed a bloody sitter against Spain. He was injured. Yeah, injured. Yeah. Yeah. They brought him on. Yeah. And Gareth, your all-time favourite football? World in motion, I'll go with that. World in motion. John Barnes is rap. Brilliant. <laughs> you got to get round the back. Hit them. There was, a, there was a YouTube of him doing that for somebody on a... He was sat on a sun lounger. <laughs> A couple of months back, yeah. and, and somebody obviously gone up to go. Oh, go on, do your rap, do your rap. When he played along, we just did it, and they were like, hey. "We're going to find a way." Yeah, find, that was the eighty-two. One. That was the eighty-two one. Was yeah. eighty-two one. Yeah. Sorry, it just came to me. Just like the, the, the interesting fact that a bloke played in the nineteen thirty World Cup final, right, with half of his right arm missing, and he played for Uruguay. Right, we're going silly now. Right, well, no, here's another interesting fact about that 1930 World Cup final. You know there were two different balls used in the final. You told me this, mate, but I'll let you tell everybody well, else. Well, each each football association approved a particular ball, and so the group matches, as they were at the time, were all played with an agreed. Well, we'll use your ball or, or their ball or whatever. Anyway, come the final, Argentina against Uruguay, they come to agree. So they said, right, we play one half with one, the yours and half with yours. Argentina were winning 2-1 at half-time, using the Argentinian ball. And then the second half, they used the Uruguay ball, and Uruguay won. Full All right. So, there you go. There you go. Do you want any more dead interesting yeah. facts? Have you got one more for us? Well, I've got loads more. You just carry on. Give us one more, because we're going to finish in a moment, so give us one more. But which players played in the most World Cup finals competitions? Uh, oh, um, German or Italian? Gino's off. German. German. Um, Setmeyer. Nope. No. Um, 
Oh, who's the guy who used to play sweeper? Lord Matthias. Lord Matthias. He's also his eyes cap. He was quite old when he retired. Uh, another interesting fact before we finish. Let's all have a look at prediction. Who we think's going to win? Who's going to win this World Cup? Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've gone for a real outsider. I'm going to go for Chile to win the World Cup. I love Argentina. Paul's my friend, Argentina. Gareth. Well, I've got two teams in the sweep at work, and I'm really hoping I'm going to draw, as I've got Spain and Brazil. Oh! So, which one are you going for? Um, Brazil and the old nation. Brazil. That's not a bad shout, is it? Dan? I'm going to go with Spain then. Spain for Dan. If, if they win, Spain's manager, whose name is just Vincete del Bosquez. Del Bosquez, yeah. He'll only be the second manager to uh, retain the World Cup if he does it. Anyway, so go on, Mike, who's, who's your team? Sorry, I'm going to be patriotic to the end, England. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Well, we've all chosen different teams, though. And I think that's Does a anybody good... actually? Can I ask a question? Of the five of us sat here now, who honestly thinks that England will get out of the group? Or obviously, Mick does. Yeah. No, I do. Mm. I think we're going to surprise a hell of a lot of people this mm. time, man. I really do. I think group stage, no problem. Uh, I will settle and still have a smile on my face if we make the last four. But in all honesty, I think in our favour for getting out of the group. Gareth, we got Costa Rica last game. I think that could swing in our favour. Yeah, I I think the ingredients are there for a really good World Cup, but as ever, it can always go horribly wrong. Yeah, I I think the ingredients are there to repeat Italian nineteen semi golf. You know, quarterfinals is our benchmark, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think if we reach the quarterfinals and gets knocked out, that's the bit where everybody goes, "No, right, fair, but fair play, well done. You didn't do all great, but you weren't rubbish." Um, and I, th- I think the ingredients are there to go beyond that but I, I think there's so many good clashes that are going to come up in the first round of um, knockouts such as like Russia and Germany they're going to have, a, they're going to have an international trade off you know Spain what I mean? Brazil we will invade it. if you do not give us the match so it's a pity the Ukraine didn't qualify yeah. <laughs> why? why? I, was I have no idea right here's another fight Mick before we round it up in Italian 90, the Irish side got more um, newspaper coverage on the front page from when they met the Pope than what they did for qualifying for the latter stages of the World Cup. In Ireland? In Ireland, yeah. Mm. Who's got the most World Cup goals then? Ever? In a, in a World Cup competition, yeah. Player? Is it yeah. Pelle? Hungary? Uh, well, in one, in one particular competition, it was 13. It by is Fat Ronaldo, isn't it, overall? Fat, Fat Ronaldo overall was 15. Yeah. In all, in all finals has appeared in and Juice Fontaine was mm. the one guy who scored 13 in French. particular no. Yeah, he, he, no he was actually yeah he was French yeah even though I did say it with a Welsh accent yeah, yeah. no so, he wasn't yeah. was he French mm. was he not Uruguayan or something like that or, or Paraguayan or something I don't know or Portuguese or Hungarian right on that note <laughs> oh. it's a good night from us it's a good night yeah, from him come on, a good night from me come on England <laughs> enjoy the World Cup
Samba como esta tá legal Você 